Hi, welcome to Kinship. We're four church sisters who share our discussions so that you're encouraged to deepen relationships in your local church. Hi, I'm Frances, and I'm here with Kelly, Bethany, and Pam. And tonight, we are going to talk about family worship. But first, when you were a kid, what did you want to be? Kelly. So this is like when we were a kid, not like when we were in high school and we had to be realistic. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I spent most of my childhood waiting to like magically be able to sing so that Ooh. I could do American that was Idol. So me too. Really? I like being a famous singer. I do fake concerts in my room with <laughs> yeah, a hairbrush. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Can't sing. Oh. So it never happened. Oh. But that was that was it. Okay. American Idol. Mine was like actress, which is so <sighs> dumb because I'm so bad at that. <laughs> Let's see. It's a Go. I'm gonna cry right now. No. Um, and also, this is not as funny, but I wanted to be a teacher because my mom was a teacher. Aww. So that was one of my other childhood dreams. I know this sounds darky, but I wanted to be an accountant. Really? We had a sixth grade project and I said I wanted to be a CPA. <laughs> so I was like, and well, and now I'm living the dream. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Dream. There you go. <laughs> uh, I wanted to be a vet, which is interesting because PJ's dad's a vet. Uh-huh. And when we got married, PJ's dad was like asking me like hey do you want to take over the hospital oh but i was like no i'm pregnant can't do that anymore but <laughs> interesting almost yeah. came true you should get an animal yeah i should but pj says eh, to that all right anyways so tonight we're going to talk about family worship and it's not about worshiping your family <laughs> <laughs> so you could call it family chapel you could call it family i don't know devotions devotions there you go but i wanted to ask you ladies what you're doing now i know pam has a toddler so it's going to look different than kelly who is married and then bethany as well so what do you ladies do we'll start with kelly i know you've mentioned you and paul do devotions together or family worship whatever you want to call it so what does that look like for you guys well i think we were pretty inspired by our church families where we got the idea once we got married and joined this church it's kind of the people who motivated us to make it more of a priority so for us the first time he suggested it, i was like this is the worst thing ever <laughs> but um he was like okay kelly I uh, I got this hymn and uh, we're gonna start by singing this and I've picked out a chapter of the Bible and Aww. then I thought and he just had it all planned out in his <laughs> Paul way and so we sang this hymn how did you sound Kelly horrible it was American so Idol embarrassing Kelly. you weren't like living your childhood dream yeah. <laughs> with the microphone Paul has such a better voice than me really oh. that it was like oh. I was slightly that. bitter too while I was singing he was like on key yeah and he's like stop trying to harmonize and I'm like I'm not trying to <laughs> <laughs> Did he really say that? <laughs> He's so like, Kelly, that's not how it goes. like... <laughs> <laughs> It's so cute. So we did that and we read it and we prayed for church members. And I was like all bitter the whole time. So I'm like, he's just telling me what to do. No. Um, But then afterwards I was like all convicted. I'm like, how sweet is this? Mm. That like I'm being led by this man who just like loves the Lord and wants this. And he like, he never calls us like a couple. He always uses the word family. And so that's what he's learning the guitar so that we can have music. Yes. Maybe mask the howling of the hymns. (laughs) But that's kind of the overview. So it's not like a long thing. Hopefully when we have a bigger family, yeah. like 
we can incorporate more things into it. I have no idea what having kids in that process looks like, but right now that's kind of our little process and it's precious to me. Yeah. Is it every day? No. How often are you guys doing that? I mean, we try to read the Bible together every day, but as far as like singing, probably be like more once a week would be our goal. Like a lot of times it's like every other week, but I can tell when it's been a while Mm -hmm. in a way. Like it feels... Something's off. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Pam, how about you guys with the toddler? We just had family worship this week, actually. Normally, I get really intimidated to sing in front of Aaron. I'll just watch him sing. And then after, we'll read the Bible together. But I'm trying to get out of the mentality of wanting to perform for him. Mm. So we had a sweet time of singing. And I was like, dude, I get like Aaron Talata at home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I felt blessed that he's so gifted in that area. And we had like tambourines and shakers out. So Ezra was just like dancing Mm. and hitting the tambourine or shaking a shaker whenever he felt like it. And it was just really fun. Yeah. And then we read a passage and then sang some more. It's really short. Right. And we our goal is to do it once or twice a month mm. is what's doable for our family right now. Yeah. So it's sweet whenever he initiates it. Question for Ezra as he's, well, you're going to read, right? You said you read a passage. A passage uh-huh. What is Ezra doing at that point? Who's watching us. Okay. Who's two years old. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Is sitting he's down, maybe. Sitting down. Watching okay. us. Do you pick a passage like specifically that relates? I just don't, I don't know. I feel like, how do you read the Bible kids? Because there's some stories I would have no idea how to explain Mm -hmm. to a kid. We read a psalm, but I know Aaron likes psalms, so I don't know. Whatever Mm -hmm. he feels like reading. I'll take it. Well, Bethany has some experience with that since your father and mother did family worship every, how often did you guys do it? And I don't know. It was like seasons. Okay. Like I said in the last episode, like my dad would pray with us every night, but it wasn't always Bible reading. Right. So he did different things. Like we went through different books. So sometimes like, yeah, I look different. Like one time we went through this book called Sticky Situations, which was just like all these short little stories and then at the end it was like what would you do and all Mm. these choices that was one thing we did we did bible reading we did like as we got older i think it got more detailed like i remember him making like handouts for us we went through first peter and giving us our binders and so i think it changed like as we got older you know obviously it differs based on the age of the kids so yeah i think it just got more detailed as we got older yeah in our home we um yeah we use different books basically what your parents did when they're younger the jesus storybook by Bible, even the big picture um, Bible. Those are always great books to even like the systematic theology and all that stuff that's embedded in these books. Well, even as I've seen your family do mm-hmm. family worship, which also is a cool thing, is that you guys let other people in like if yeah we we're invite, over for dinner yeah. it's like hey join our family for family worship and i yeah. feel like that's a kind of discipleship because then we get to see it yeah you know? but you guys read full-on passages and obviously like rock can understand right it, and the older kids but exactly then there's like read and city mm-hmm. but it's still setting like a pattern for them like yeah. reads like looking for bibles and wants everyone you know it's like <laughs> teaching yeah. her like that the bible's important right yes. so it like might rub off in a different way yeah but it's still like teaching yeah and basically i'm pretty sure you do this too like basically teaching ezra like sit down time Mm -hmm. that's why sit down time is like just great for um kids to learn because during family worship like that is a great way to get the kids to sit down and have like self-control for 
just this short little time, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, we've done different things for the kids. Obviously, as they get older, you change it up. Um, right now, we're big on acting it out. So PJ will read. We're reading for Samuel. So we'll read it and then the kids will act it out. No um, wonder Story loves yes. that in Sunday school. Yes. <laughs> Can I just tell the story what she yes, said? Yes, go ahead. Did you guys hear this? No. So it was like the Garden of Eden and she was God. Oh. <laughs> and she's like standing on this chair and Marcelino, the teacher, is like explaining, the, narrating the story. Uh-huh. And he was like, God was, it was a story of the flood. God was so, he regretted that he had made creation because they were so messed up and they were messing up. Humans were messing up the rest of his creation. And Story's up on her chair and she was, she looks down on all the creatures and she's like, hey, stop stepping on my plants. (laughs) (laughs) She just like ad libs. (laughs) Oh, that one. Like I would never think of that. But yeah, yeah. that's exactly. Yeah, that's what they do. They act it out. Um, But again, it, it varies. Sometimes it's acting out. Sometimes it's catered more towards read and city. And then there's other nights where we are doing the the actual like first um, Samuel. And also with that, we do the catechism. So that's big in our home. For those of people who don't know what that is. Yeah, a catechism is, well, we just switched over to... The New City Catechism, I believe. It's just a little more modern, but the same idea. So it's the same It's the same idea of like the Baptist Catechism that we were doing. But it's basically like a Q&A of the beliefs of a Christian. I don't know how else. So you'll ask your kids a question like, who is God? And then they'll answer in a short response. Yeah, sometimes it's like a little, it's lengthy, but they get it, which is amazing. You see like kids' memories mm-hmm. and we keep telling Aaron to, come know, on, brother, man. get that new catechism. How many in questions are there Do it. total? Do you Ooh. know? Man, I don't know. PJ would know. I'm not sure. 27. No. Isn't it more like 78 or 100? Oh, it was like 200. I don't know. No. The paper wasn't that long. Okay, I don't know. I'm not sure. I hope not. That's a But the goal is for the kids to memorize before they get to 13 is memorize the... Boys and girls. Boys and girls. Yeah, to memorize the catechism. So yeah, so catechism is part of our family worship as well as praying. Depends. Praying for members or praying whatever's on our heart pray for each other i have a question do they ever ask like why do we do this we already go to church or how do you explain to them why you do it as a family when you guys are obviously like already a pastor's family yeah you know what i mean i mean i would go back to scripture and just let them know that this is mommy and daddy's job of discipling them and teaching them the word of god like when they lie down and when they get up deuteronomy yeah there's a little book that we have it's called you know me with titles i never know the title but something basically (laughs) the the summary of it is basically like your home is like a little church and like there's the dad who's like calling them to come and like read the bible and and so it takes the reader through like how your home is functionally like a little church not like really but like you know like you see dad reading the scriptures shepherding shepherding, leading yeah and the family there listening and together like the way the church body does so that i think that was a neat book to introduce the idea like yeah you do this you know Christians do this together, but daddy also has the mandate to do this at home to teach you um, God's word. And later on, Lord willing, we pray that you one day will believe this, you know, but let's give you all the tools you need, at least so that on whether you're going to reject it or not, like, you know, as best as best you could, like what Christianity is about, you know, does that answer your question? 
time. Yeah. How long are your family worships normally? I want to say like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. And then everyone prays at the end. Yeah, even read. From oldest to youngest. Okay, yeah. you can take this story out if you want to, but I have one more story. <laughs> it's so cute city. Oh my gosh, we were all praying. We read a passage about like wolves coming in and destroying the church. And so like we're all praying like, Lord, protect us from the wolves, yeah. whatever. And city's the last one to pray because she's the youngest. Yeah. And she's like, Lord, protect us from the lions and the bears. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it was just so cute because we were all saying wolves. Yeah. you know so she's like thinking she's of like, all these other wild scary. animals that we <laughs> need protection <laughs> from it was she, like, did you guys laugh oh yeah like we chuckle like keep it in yeah but yeah we we try not to break her concentration but yeah we all look at each other and smile and so yeah cute. right now reed's praying and reed's the one uh-huh. what is she always saying i don't know uh, there's something she always says i don't know but i know when city was little she would always pray about the choo-choo train and we had no <laughs> idea what she was saying like she would mumble 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 and then she would say choo-choo train but mumble mumble Amen. And then that's like, yay, what is this choo-choo train? But I mean, it's neat to have, I'm sure with Ezra too, like just uh-huh. teaching them like how to pray. You yeah. Know, like yeah. you're having a conversation uh-huh. with someone. That's what prayer is. Yeah. You're having a conversation with God. Uh-huh. So it's just neat to have the kids there. Like, I don't know if you're going to believe in God. We pray you do. And this is a way to allow that interaction with God. Yeah, I was going to say like, how, how do you train? Like, what are specific things that you do to train your kids how to pray? Yeah, I mean, we do the you've been at our house and we have dinner we'll do like the hands up hands together and then we'll tell them you close your eyes so that you can concentrate and usually it's pj who keeps his eyes open just to help them concentrate it's Mm -hmm. funny because i do this with my kids at the co-op that i teach at that i tutor at and i also teach them the same thing it's like they ask me like but why don't you um close your eyes it's like well i'm trying to help you concentrate because if not you're going to be looking around and we're actually Mm -hmm. talking to god and so they'll be like okay but yeah i mean that's one way to um, remind them like okay let's concentrate now and then another way is calling him Abba calling God father as opposed to just God you know it's Mm -hmm. like no he cares for us like he's our father and then them even tying it to like oh well PJ who's you know they call Mm -hmm. Abba like tying it to that like oh Abba cares for us so now mommy and daddy are calling this God Abba so like even making that connection to like a heavenly father um, that's another way and then just encouraging them like even if they have nothing to say or they feel like I don't know what to say then helping them like okay repeat after me then we give them especially when they're younger we give them the words like okay say you know and then you repeat you know that's another way that we help train them I don't know if anything else are you guys doing family worship every night or what does that look like for you no I mean yeah that's the goal is to do it probably five days a week but that's a goal but that's not what we meet Um, Mm -hmm. depending on how crazy the week is PJ having meetings or like conferences or whatever so right now probably pj would be like hard on himself and say like man i haven't done it for this like he would be the one that knows Mm -hmm. whereas i'm like he does the same thing like he'll go to their room and pray for them or i'll go up there and like bless them you know so we're still having that connection and still like tying it to the lord like just how what are your highs and lows for the day or your trials and treasures um things like that so yeah i mean it's same thing what you mentioned about your dad it's not like a consistent as much as we would like it to be it's not as consistent but like we try can you share also like how you bless them each night like what does that look like yeah um 
PJ or I, depending on who's home. Um, if I know PJ's coming home, then I'll wait and have him bless them because they get really excited. They're like, we haven't been <laughs> blessed yet. <laughs> um, and we do the numbers 6, 24 to 26. So PJ or I go up and we bless them with the number 6, 24 to 26. Um, we be- just put our hands over their little forehead and say it. And then they say amen with us at the end. And I mean, that's it. We go to each one of them and do that just put our hand on them and they love it and after that we usually tickle them or whatever sometimes Mm -hmm. we sing lately I've been singing their hymn song that we assign to them when they're born like we give them like hey this is your song that oh that's cool I didn't know yeah we got that I got that idea from Noelle Piper but yeah so we assign each kid a hymn and that's like okay that's your hymn that's what you're gonna learn and you know I'll sing that to you when you sleep you know so I've been doing that lately and it's really cute what is blessing your kid um what's what's the point is like praying over them or is it more yeah it's it's a basically a prayer over them yeah like if you read it it's it's interesting because pj preached on that too like you're not actually praying you're talking to the person like the lord bless you it's in like you're not saying lord bless Mm -hmm. them you're saying to them Mm -hmm. the lord bless you and keep so it's like an encouragement through a prayer speaking a blessing Uh something like that yeah does that make which is biblical Mm -hmm. because in the bible that's biblical language blessings were spoken i'm thinking of in the bible like what's coming to my mind is like the Lord blessed Abraham mm. or like the Lord blessed Isaac mm-hmm. and that I haven't I can't remember people blessing people well that was number six mm-hmm. where who was talking to who well, let me check it's Moses over the people of Israel yeah it's that was usually my... like an like it's like a a mediator who's blessing like even like the high priest who would mm-hmm. do like the scapegoat and all that like they're the ones that are mediating and like having that blessing go through them to the people yeah this was the Lord spoke to Moses and he said tell Aaron and his sons how you are to bless the Israelites so it was the priests yeah blessing the people but not like through a prayer but actually telling the people the Lord bless you and then at the end we say in Jesus name amen because that's where like the real power and authority of that blessing is coming from well and if you read verse 27 it says in this way they will pronounce my name over the Israelites and I will bless them so it is like the Lord blessing them but it's not directly asking him it's like pronouncing the lord's blessing on the people but we don't really talk that way yeah usually i'll just pray for them and i won't say like pam bless you yeah. lord bless <laughs> you well, people say Unless that right yeah. people say that so for like parents listening to this who like pray over their kids mm-hmm. is it kind of the same or is there a different intent to it i guess why use the word blessing instead of prayer well the blessing is the lord bless you and keep you may the lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you may the lord look on you with faith. look on you with favor and give you peace so i mean you could pray that it's like a way of encourage you're talking directly to the person and it's like encourage- yeah it's an encouragement, encouragement. directly uh-huh. instead of i mean obviously prayer is still encouraging yeah. but it's just almost a different form because mm-hmm. it's directly talking spoken to, to the person yeah so it's it's reciting scripture to them yeah, I mean, is any scripture a blessing? Not all scripture, I would say, is specifically designed to be a yeah. blessing, whereas that is. But this one has power because it's scripture. Like, could you make up your own blessing? I think you could. I don't think it's wrong if you did. Like, people make their vows, like their marriage vows to each other. That's like a, a promise. I don't think it would necessarily be wrong. Like, not everything we speak is scripture to one another. Mm-hmm. It's like an application of scripture. But obviously, the words of scripture are powerful mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. probably better than anything I'm going to ever say. Yeah. So, yeah. 
still super confused but this is helpful it is i like it i just i remember my parents prayed over me yeah i don't think i was blessed by anyone until i was in my 20s yeah wait who blessed yeah. you my like, landlord <laughs> you said the landlord <laughs> yeah because she's who? jewish huh my oh landlord. Uh-huh. she's jewish yeah see we need a jewish person she's up blessed in me here and all my future children <laughs> many see? times but like, but like and i noticed her language was very different yeah it's just a different was language. she looking at you oh yeah oh yeah there you go no it was intense yeah. but um and very genuine like i felt you know like she had exit i guess that's kind of the difference that i felt like it wasn't she was asking for mm-hmm. something from the lord but she was telling me something yeah from the so lord like, from mm-hmm. the lord yeah so yeah i guess that just to me just signals i don't yeah. know you know what yeah. i mean like an intention it is different yeah. Yeah. yeah i think you're onto something as far as like telling them the lord bless you and keep you like it yeah it is a half prayer half proclamation because you're not you know the blessing isn't coming from you yeah mm-hmm. so yeah it's coming from the right lord, so it's not like I'm blessing you. Yeah. It reminds me of the priests, like who would do the sacrifices and then talk to Israel and say, like, your sins are forgiven. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have the power and authority to do that, but God does. So it's like, you know, this is a proclamation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's how I'm thinking of it. So it's like an encouragement slash proclamation slash prayer all bound in one. How do you guys pick the music that you guys have your kids mm. learn? Well, uh, he, Aaron knows I really like um, doxology. So mm. we sing that often but whatever Aaron's fingers feel like playing. I mean, we've done different things. Like we'll keep the the bulletins that have oh. the music inside so the kids know to bring those home. It's like Aww. their thing and um, the lyrics are in there. So, I mean, that's helpful because like we don't have to print it at home. It's like everyone just grabs their like little bulletin. It has the music in there. So stuff that the church is singing. I mean, obviously our church loves hymns. So we do sing hymns and um, we love like the Gettys. They have great music. Yeah, things like that that we really enjoy like rich music so a lot of hymns hence that's why they have a hymn each child has a hymn but yeah we do love hymns so i want anyways no this tangent but i want to <laughs> i want to include like gospel music in there too we've we went to um the cam museum the california african-american museum and it had like this whole exhibit on gospel music in los angeles it was interesting and they had little booths and you put on the headphones and you hear like in that year like how the gospel music sounded and then it takes you throughout the years and how it progressed it's interesting and some of the music were like ooh so we started playing it in the car and like the kids are listening to it but it's like oh this is another type of music that's also rich that has some <laughs> rich lyrics in it anyways closing thoughts for those who are discouraged shoot you stole mine <laughs> well it might be different though because I feel like it could be different discouragements well we've struggled so hard with being consistent with family worship which is why it's specifically a goal of 2018 for me yeah. it's like i want for us to at least do it once a month yeah why do you find it so important it refills my i don't know if this is real or not but i use it a lot it refills my grace bucket mm. like i feel so rejuvenated it's just a sweet time of togetherness in the lord um with our family like and i enjoy seeing aaron leading yeah i was telling him this week that i love to joyfully submit to that leadership mm. that's encouraging yeah i won't say my discouraging <laughs> <laughs> well the reason that i haven't talked about what chris and i do is because we don't really do family worship and so this is helpful for me so to any listeners out there who don't do it learn with me (laughs) (laughs) we all have lots to learn or if you all do it already great but i need to learn but you've tried different things too because i know you've done devotions together and like so it's not like you're we were reading a book so it's not like you're like it's inconsistent and then just last week or just this week maybe it was like chris just randomly like we read a psalm together so Mm. it's not like it doesn't happen ever but we 
lack intentionality with it. Yeah. So this is an encouragement to prioritize it. And that was helpful. Like, why is it important? Like, why? Like, yes, these are all the things we do, but why do we do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like why should blessing? we prioritize it? Because yes. it can't, like, in the busyness of life, yeah. mm-hmm. it's easy just to, like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's encouraging to hear that, Pam. Like, it's replenishing. It's not something that is going to drain you. So yeah. make yeah. time for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess we've kind of already covered it, but, like, it can be awkward. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's like you think it's gonna be all beautiful and like perfect and you're just like oh like this is not like sunday service what's going on here <laughs> but um i think it's kind of like any other type of intimacy like it gets more comfortable the more you do it mm. like i think there is spiritual intimacy because i found that like when we were first married just praying with paul was hard yeah and now i love it mm. so i think the more you practice the better it gets yeah so i would encourage you with that good i would say if you have little kids i know it's going to be difficult and you think like how can we possibly read a passage or a story with the little toddlers or little kids running around i would say just keep at it teach them teach them to sit and to listen and make the word of god important um so that they can see the importance of it so yeah i mean i just remember the first months of pj and i trying to do family worship with a crying baby next to us and it's hilarious now that we look back but we put him in the high chair and we put him near the sofa and then pj started singing and then he's just crying and we're just like oh what are we doing like it was just like what you said it was awkward we didn't know what we were doing we had a kid who did not want to sit in the high chair wanted to sit anywhere but now it's such a blessing to see like oh we've come this far you know so i think it's easier now that we have older kids where the little ones see the bigger ones and they're like oh we just fall in line and sit down and listen but i mean for those who have like the toddlers and you're trying to figure out how to do it I know Pam can like contest to this but just teaching them teaching them to sit and making it short not feeling like it has to be like a long 20 minute devotion but when you have little ones it's literally it could be like a passage and then a song and then we're done we pray (laughs) you make it exciting and fun and I love how you guys bring in instruments to have them involved that's always a good thing for kids but I would just say keep at it with the little ones and disciple them through that that is all thank you again for listening we'd like to thank our husbands for allowing us to record late at night and even for you ladies thank you for allowing us to me record (laughs) late at night sugar (laughs) helps And thank you to our church family, to Bethany Baptist Church. Thank you to Shepherd LA. Thank you for, thank you to Aaron Talada for the music and for Pam for the editing. And to Bethany for bringing dessert. And Amen. yes, yeah. Bethany brought dessert. Chris, yeah, that's true. Thanks, Chris. It was even his idea to bring it. Yes. So I really take awesome. the credit. Pronounce that blessing. Yeah. <laughs> And again, if you have any questions or comments, please email us at kinshippodcast at gmail.com. Please leave us a review on iTunes. That would be really helpful. And again, thank you for listening to our foolishness. No, I'm just kidding. It's not foolishness. Come on. It's good stuff, right? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, maybe. Who knows? Anyways, thank you again for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.